Hello and welcome to another episode of After 5 at Jumix. This is our 21st episode and Diana, today our episode, the topic is a little bit serious. Yes. So joining me today is Diana. Hi, hi. Uh, we are in a very special setting. I, I assume everyone is quite excited to know what are we going to talk about. But today is a very alarming issue that we want to talk about here. And um, yeah. Okay, so Diana, I, I just want to put up this to you, okay? Yeah. So have you ever experienced this? Like mm-hmm. imagine you go to uh, a concert, mm-hmm. okay? Or maybe you go to a shopping mall or you go to an event and then the, the place is very, very crowded. And as you go past the crowd, you notice that somebody grabbed a certain body part of yours. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever experienced that yes. before? Yes. Okay, okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. But how about when you like, you walk around on the street, okay? You just... Uh, chilling, just strolling around on the street, mm. and then you re- notice that somebody is actually staring at you. Mm. you no, know, like he keeps yes. staring and staring, oh and he just won't stop about that. Yes, it's How do you very, feel about very that? uncomfortable. Okay, extremely. I think okay. it's very rude as well. Yeah. So you know, here's the thing. Um, when you become a victim of such an issues, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually not considered as a crime in Malaysia. Okay. Right. That that guy will go unpunished, and you you cannot really do anything about it. Okay. Okay. So even for like a married couple, mm-hmm. imagine today you are married and you have your husband mm-hmm. and you know, at night he want to do that something with you, okay. right? But you just don't feel like it. Maybe mm-hmm. you are reluctant. Maybe you just feel tired and mm-hmm. you refuse it, refuses him, mm-hmm. but he can force, you know, force sex on you, mm-hmm. but you cannot do anything about it. You what? cannot sue him. You cannot like go to the court and say he raped you. Okay, let me get this straight. So yeah. does this mean if I am married and I and my partner actually wants to have cons- unconsented sex with me yep. and I refuse it and he still forces it on me, I cannot in any way sue him? Yes, because there is no such a law in Malaysia okay. yet. So once you're married, then... You know, it's like an application Your body's gone. You. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. But this scenario, you know, it happens every single day. Okay. Mm. And we, we can't really press charges against these people mm. because there's no such law in Malaysia that is, you know, yeah. that allows you to take action against them. So, mm. like I said just now, a stalking and marital rape is actually not a crime in Malaysia. Mm. Yeah. So, yes. then, that brings us to the topic that we want to discuss about today. Yeah. I think there's another thing that is very alarming that like just now when you mentioned when, when people grab you, I mean, grab certain body parts of you in public, it's not considered, you know, a crime or anything like that. I think that's sexual harassment to me. Mm. And for my personal experience, it's when I went to a shopping mall, I was just strolling around. When you're strolling around, you're not, you know, you're not paying attention with whoever that is around you. You are yes. just looking at the, the things yes. that you want to see. Yeah. And most of the time, uh, that that particular time I was with my family and then a guy came very very close to me and just just <laughs> langa me you know like okay. I, I, I never realized whether he touched any body parts of mine okay. but he just kept on coming very 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 close to me when you know it's a very big space yes, yes. and he just he, he just came and langa me I cannot see his face I don't know who is he and it just feels very annoying you mean that he has uh, intentionally langa you yes okay. yes and during that time I didn't realize what he was doing but my dad caught it and then he shouted mm. at him okay. and then he bo- he backed off but then during that time I was very blurred I don't know what mm. to feel so in terms of this I'm sure this is just a I would say this is a very minor issue but I'm sure that a lot of 
Mm. You know, even more serious cases out there. And for this to be happening and not being, I mean, not being considered a crime, I think it's really something very, very sad and alarming for, for, it doesn't matter is it, is it men or women, it's something just, just strong. Imagine this happens to your wife, to your, you know, to my sister or to my future daughter. I'm going to feel very terrible about it. That's right. And because we want to fight for justice, we want to bring them to court, we want to sue them, but, we actually cannot do that. Yes. Right? Most importantly, we really want to stop them. I mean, stop them from even doing this to other people because yeah. it can happen on anyone at all. And, you know, maybe just un- unintentionally touching and all that, it's fine. But what if it, it goes further? Mm, yeah. What if it escalated to something more serious like rape, which we don't want to happen? But this could all happen from the start. You know, this is just a very starting point of it and it's it's very bad so um with all this we need change for sure yes yes, we need change and uh i think a lot of people are trying to make change but not at the right approach on or still not high enough Mm. of a place to really voice this out to make change and Mm. i think in in any country in the world or i would say just malaysia itself when you want change to happen we need change we need that um, issue to be brought up in the parliament mm. or we need this to be brought up to people with the authority to change this and yes. in Malaysia all I can think of are politicians or mm. lawmakers right yes. and because of how little uh, the women representing in the parliament itself I think it's very hard for us to voice this up because I would say of course men do do have this but mm-hmm more of the women, majority of the women are facing this. Would you agree with me? Yes, I do. And that is why we need more voices from the women to be in the politics, to, be, yes. to understand how to make this change, how to voice this out, how to find this is a complaint. Yes, this is something bad. But how to even structure something out to tell our representatives that, hey, this is a problem and we need mm. to change it. Rather than just putting on Facebook, putting yeah. out a complaint on social media or on your stories that... Yeah. It's not reaching the right people to make change. You yes. are just, just, just saying for the sake of saying, and mm. this has to change. Yes, I think a lot of people, they, I, I think they do not have the knowledge or they are ignorant of the fact that if they just put these issues on Facebook, on social media, it doesn't really help anything like at all. Like in, ter- in, in my backfire, like they might end up being the victim of cyberbully. That is even worse. That's right. So I think we really need a proper channel and we need to send this mas- message to the public to raise the awareness that which is the right channel to you know, make your complaint to and what is the the procedure and steps to yeah. make it an official complaint. I, I really agree with you. Like just on social media itself and even for the victims that have gone through this, it's so hard yeah. for you to even speak on social media itself. Yep. So today, uh, we have a very special guest. Yes. And she will be talking about it on how women or even men or, or just today women in general, mm. how can we uh, become better leaders or even be involved in politics like where should we start and we can get a better voice there okay so who is our guest for today today we have miss ong from pwdc penang women's development corporation so uh she'll be coming and talk about more of this hi miss ong hi hi (laughs) yeah Welcome so back to again. our, you know, after five Jumeks. It was great having you the last time and I think it's going to be better this time. Wow, because we okay. have something very, very important. Like just now we did mention on how, uh, you know, sexual harassment, marital rape and, and stalking are all 
not crimes in Malaysia. Like right. it's not solid enough. Mm. So to be able to make change, we need something that is more powerful. And I'm sure you have the secret behind you later <laughs> that you're going to share with us. Yeah. So please, right. uh, maybe you could do a slight introduction for our listeners that haven't listen to our previous if you want to listen to more about PWDC and Miss Ong please yeah. go to episode 12, 12 yes. wow okay hi everyone uh, I'm Ong Biling I'm the CEO of PWDC that is Penang Women's Development Corporation thanks to uh, Jumix for having me again and, and yes today we are on a more serious note <laughs> okay about uh, harassment mm -hmm. and how this can be prevented That's yeah. right. thank you so much for having me no, I mean, it's our pleasure to have you back because we have yes. a very, very insightful episode and this is something that is happening to any one of us every day, every single day and right. it's good to just discuss about it and see how we can make change. Right. Yes. Right. So yep. I did heard about this thing called uh, Penang's Women Assembly 2020 and you, you are involved. Yes. PWDC is the organizer. We would yes. love to know more about it. Oh, okay. So the idea was also mooted because... Uh, if you look at it, uh, even in Penang, out of the 40 state assembly persons, we only have six who are women. Mm. So we are saying that we only have 15% uh, state assembly, women's state assembly, representing 50% of the population. Because women, they are 50%. So that means you are looking at um, not a really a fair representation of women inside the state assembly. And we say that state assembly is most important because this is where uh, state rules, state regulations, state policies are made. So whether you are, you know, you, you can have program, but then if the law or the, the, uh, policies are not pro to the men and the women, then you still find a lot of, uh, uh, gaps and all that which are not addressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is why we say that, yeah. Uh, is it true? Now, so the question came out was, is it true that women are not interested in politics? Mm. Because that was the typical answer. Yeah. Ah, politics, ah. Ah, yeah, women are not interested. <laughs> on, uh. Yeah. I mean, that's a typical yeah, answer. Yeah. Right? Not knowing that in politics, that's where you can make a lot of changes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we, we mooted the idea with our exco for uh, social development. That's why we chong in. Mm -hmm. uh, YB Kasturi, YB Lim Siu Kim and YB Shalina. So all of this came together and also the team of advisors to come up, to move out this idea. You know, how do we want to set a platform mm -hmm. or a stage for women to come up? And we want to see whether uh, Batoka, mm -hmm. uh, women are not interested in politics. That's why we mooted this idea and we ran from there. Yeah. I see. Wow. So, how was this? Uh, like, how can we participate, or or who who can participate in this way? Ah, okay, good question. Uh, then, so basically, uh, the first uh contact that we have in mind is actually those in the JPWK. This is the Jawatan Kuasa Pembangunan Wanita dan Keluarga. These are community leaders, mm -hmm. and then also the MPKK, which is the Majlis Pengurusan Community Kampung. Mm -hmm. So we have this community groups uh, which is appointed by the state at the ground you know at community at the taman and all that so we invited them mm -hmm. so we invited 2,445 wow. people you know okay. uh, to come these are just women only so oh, already okay. have women of 2,000 over wow, at the ground already okay. so we invited them 
and then we publish uh, in our social media and all that to invite the public also. Mm. So we did or we even have people coming from the corporate world, mm. from okay. private and all that. So it was a very diverse group of people who mm -hmm. came and said that, yeah, they're interested. Mm. Yeah. Is there like a minimum requirement to join this? Seriously, so long like as age. they are age of, I think we put it like... 21. Yeah, 18 and oh, above. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. But oh. those uh, finalists, uh, uh, the finalists, the youngest was 21. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we actually have people, girls, mm -hmm. 21 and above, who are who were with us until the final stage. Okay, yeah. but how does the final, like you did mention final stage, but how was the starting stage or how did the whole process yeah. You know, because now I, I think of final stage, how, what, what, wow. what is a final yeah, stage? Yeah, so it was, it was really exciting because mm -hmm. after we sent out the letter, then we realized that um, people need to know what it is because it's such a new program. Yes. And people may be asking, hey, do I do this? Do I do that? And things like that. So what happened is that we went to the ground. We mm -hmm. went to every district. So mm -hmm. Penang got five districts, right? So yeah. we have Timola, Barat Daya, mm -hmm. Sebrang Prat Utara, Tengah, and also Selatan. We went to each and every of the district to give a briefing about mm -hmm. what this program is about. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So during that uh, briefing, we have 400. So out of the 2,000 over that we invited and opened uh, to the public, we have four, more than 400 who came to this briefing. That's so that's good, first yeah. level of filtering, right? Mm. So during that uh, briefing, we also have them to talk about themselves. Okay. Uh, so from there, we assess whether got potential or not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. So uh, from there, uh, we invited uh, close to 100 people for oh. phase two. So phase one was like briefing. Mm -hmm. Phase two was we actually did a two days workshop. Okay. Right. To understand more about yeah, so uh, two days was quite very intense. Uh. Mm. So we had um, we had uh, the uh, rep, uh, what do you call that? The elected rep okay. who are members of parliament, ah. who are senators, who are state assembly uh, women mm -hmm. to come and share. It was a role uh, of uh, what do you call that? Um, elected rep mm -hmm. or an appointed rep. What, what do they do? Uh? Uh, do they just take care of uh, drain... <laughs> or do they take care of you know uh, let's say the the tree that's right we uh, really have no idea yeah <laughs> this is a very good yeah what, yeah. what do they do yeah, yeah yeah that's right so actually then they say yes, uh, actually the, the job of all this about the the drain the, the trees and all that is supposed to be under the purview of the local authority mm -hmm. that okay. is the MBPP and MBSP uh, okay yeah However, if you are talking about just now what you mentioned about sexual harassment mm. or, or rape and all that, mm. you know, mm. uh, of course, rape is under penal code, but then sexual harassment, it is something that you need a law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need a law so That's that, right. you know, if you can charge the person in court and all that. So currently, the law is not comprehensive enough. Mm -hmm. And that's why you need a, a law to be able to to look into all this issue and how to address the issue and whether there is penalty or not. Okay. Uh, what are the charges? So this is where the parliament, because this one involves the federal, mm. so the parliament or the member of parliament are the one who are the one who won't write all these laws. Oh, so th they have the power to change it and to yeah. add a new law. Okay. Yes, precisely. So precisely. right now, there is this penal code section mm. 354 and 509. Mm. So 
it's just a penal code. It cannot mm. protect you in any way if you fall victim into sexual harassment. Uh, so you see the the way it was described and all that sometimes is make it very vague. Mm. Yeah. So it's vague. It sometimes it, then to bring it to court and all that, then there will be issue because it's not it's not clear enough. Right. And other things like uh you know somebody touching you mm. or yes. some somebody groping you mm. or something like that. Do how do you charge the person? That's right. I. How yeah. how would you what is the evidence? Yeah, that's it. That's it. So so we really need law to be comprehensive enough to protect mm. and make you know allow the victim to press charges. Mm. Otherwise it's like, oh you have so but you know it's not it's not easy that's to right. prove it and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. So that's why we said um you see the reason that we brought this up is because most of the time the issue is faced by women. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that sexual harassment uh, doesn't happen on men, okay? But the percentage is probably lower. Mm. Most of the time, because of the power play, Mm -hmm. the power dynamics, the boss do it on the subordinate, Mm. yeah? And even sometimes between peers, Mm -hmm. uh, the men feel they are more dominating, feel more powerful, then they also do it on their colleagues, okay? So most of the time, victims are women. And that's why we say we need more women to bring this issue up mm-hmm. because the experience is by them. Yeah. Then they know how it feels. It is not easy for a victim to, of sexual harassment or you know any of these cases, violence and all that, to really come out and talk about it. That's right. I, I, I mean, I have... I personally have a, a few friends that have gone through you know such, such things and it's really a very uh, agonizing situation for them to go through and even to voice this out to someone and voicing this out to a man during that time when they are so vulnerable especially after being sexual harassed by a man mm. it's even harder yeah. but when it comes to this who can they go to and and how is it how is it that uh, we women have to you know maybe create a safe community for them to share would you would you say so, or is PWDC doing something for victims to come out and voice out? Okay, good question. So, uh, so we see uh, all this happening, and what what the state now is doing. So, at the state level, what can they do? Because one is at the federal level. Federal level is this where laws are made and all that too. Mm-hmm. But at the state level, so like state, they have come up with a policy called the Safe Family Policy. Mm-hmm. So, in this Safe Family Policy, as you say. Sometimes victims say, oh, uh, you say, oh, got NGO take care of it and all that. <laughs> but but they they may or may not be able to know how to contact these uh, NGOs. In fact, in Penang, yeah. we are quite quite uh, quite lucky because we have a few NGOs who are around to support the victims. So what the state found is that sometimes it's not easy to get to them. Mm-hmm. So n- with this new policy, uh, we are going to set up uh, counters Okay, mm-hmm. at all the Pajabat Daerah. This is a district office. Lah. So you have a few district offices all over um, Penang. We are going to set up counters at uh, the MBPP, MBSB. Ah. We are going to set up counters at the Pusat Kimat or the service center of all the uh, Adun, which mm-hmm. is a state assembly person. So that if you are a victim or or you know somebody who's a victim, you can quickly bring this person or you can go say, I, I have been abused or something mm. like that or I, I, you know, I have domestic violence. Mm. So what we do, I mean the state is doing is also to set up this support point. 
Yeah. Okay. So that means I can go quickly. They say if you're in Balik Pulau, you don't have to come to town. You can mm. just go to Balik Pulau district office and say, I need help. So we really urge if you're a victim or friends or even relatives of victim, go to this points. So you don't have to come over. So this is what the state can do. Mm. You see, the state can yeah. do. And, and why is it that this came out? You find that if you go back to the originator, you find it's a woman who do it. Yeah, that is why women or yeah, women has to be more involved in how to to reach the right person to right. make change happen. Yeah. Because yes. I think commonly when women uh, suffer in this kind of situation, yeah. the first point they might go to is the police station. Yeah. And because there is no such law, I mean, it's just a penal code that is protecting us, but there's an in the gray area. That mm. is why we really need to set up these points mm. before this actually get brought up to the federal level. Yes, yeah. to the police, even sometimes uh, to hospitals and all that mm. because they need to be checked and all that. Okay. So we are hoping that it is uh, more friendly because seriously, sometimes victims, they don't straight away go and right. to, mm. the, to even police because of the phobia, yeah. because of the shame, yeah. because they say, oh, why? No, they feel that it's their fault and mm. that's bad. Mm. You know, they first say, oh, I, let's say, you know, rape victims, they say, oh, this is my fault. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I shouldn't be wearing this. I shouldn't be mm. walking at night. This and that. So the guilt takes over them yeah. and oh, okay. they don't step out. Mm. Yeah. So, but we really hope that victims do step out. You know, I know, it, mm. we know it's not easy. Mm. It is, it is already a trauma going through the experience. That's right. But importantly is that they have to overcome that. Yeah. I mean, definitely for us, it's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if we have people who are able to support the victim, support the victim and say, you know, I'll take you through with this, take through with you in this journey or whatever. I think then the, the victim will feel um, more bold order mm -hmm. to do and take action mm. yeah because seriously it is yeah. not yeah. so sometimes maybe women is mm. able to be more empathetic i'm not yeah. to say men are not empathetic <laughs> like, but then there, there could be certain level of empathetic uh, and 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 that's why you say oh if this is happening what can we do yeah yeah and definitely we also see that in penang we also see more and more men are supportive in this that's right in this yeah Sense is of course <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see that. Honestly, yeah, like right. at least men are more open to listening of all of these things right now. Yeah. Like I think uh, social media did change a little, yeah. but the real change still don't happen on social media. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. That like, that is if, why we need the women's assembly. That's that right. is the right platform and an important platform for us to you know really change this. Yeah. yeah. So after the hundred people that we uh mm. we did, so we had all this like what's the role and responsibility mm. of a state assembly, of a member of parliament, and even in the day one right yard and all that. So after that, we also did role play. Yeah. Role play. Oh, okay. Yeah. Role play As about you really do the whole thing. Uh, not not that yet. Just oh, okay. to know whether are they able to debate because you know you oh, go to all this right. assembly and all that. Oh, I'm not you saying that you have a turntable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have to, you know, be assertive, mm -hmm. uh, really speak your point and all that. So we actually do through debate. We even took them to, you know, a scenario, give them scenarios mm -hmm. and they act it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we have debate, we have role play. And then the next day, second day, uh, we had uh, nine assembly person to mm -hmm. take them on rounds. Oh, to the real assembly itself? To, uh, no, this one they... Because uh, state assembly people also mm. need to go to their rounds to talk to their constituency. 
Oh, okay. Uh, to the constituents to talk to the people. So they took them to, you know, um, makan, uh, no, the market. Mm-hmm. Okay, walk around, talk to people. Mm-hmm. So for our participants to also realize that, yes, you also make laws, you make policy, but also you must be connected to the people because mm-hmm. you need to know what are the issues at the yes. ground, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also to hear it from them. It's not after master election only. Oh, <laughs> can be, can be, can be, so, yeah. uh, so they actually got that bit of experience also. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, we did more sharing. Mm-hmm. And the topic which came out is actually on sexual harassment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you must have like a very good idea of how many people out there are, are still not being hurt. Yeah, uh, sexual harassment even so in social media, yeah. I think you mm-hmm. also observe that yes. it's happening. Right? But how is it that you consider sexual harassment happening on social media. Mm, even even um even the simple thing like you post up a photo, mm-hmm. then some some guy say, "Wow, you look very sexy. Mm. I like yeah, your breasts." Like those comments. I like you know words. how is yeah. it the shape of this, the shape of that. This is already harassment. Mm. And yeah. and and it's really very uh important for us to be mindful of what we see on social media and know what social media can do to mm. victims and also make someone become a victim. Yeah, that's right. So that's like, right. I think on social media, itself, we, both of us, uh, me and Sans, we are more uh, frequent on social media, I would say. And uh, there are actually a few things that we can do on social media, which is the easiest way is to report. This thing I have to say right now, because mm. anyone, even if you are seeing some someone else commenting something on social media that is bad or you think is sexual harassment, just report it and block that person out yeah. because they have to know. And uh, on social media, we can't expect Instagram, Facebook to go through all our comments. It's mm. impossible to do that. Yeah. So if you as a reader, you think that something is not right, do just do a report. Yes. yes. Yeah. And hopefully the, I mean, after the Women's Assembly and so on, we might have a law that actually governs the social media as well. Hopefully. Should, yeah. yeah. Covers but yeah. this one is very <laughs> yeah. but who knows who knows yeah. if we really come yeah. in and have a voice and yeah. be you know participants yes. of the women's assembly and understand how it all works mm. it might happen yeah so this is also one way is to sanction these people mm-hmm. another way is you have that um, the group mm. you know a big way for people come and condemn such remarks right I think that's also helpful to say that hey you know the society don't accept this type of remark mm. we don't appreciate this type of remark mm. so it's a, then a, a action because sometimes people do it purposely yeah. but sometimes it can be an unconscious bias that's right. unconsciously okay well, I say that you are sexy <laughs> yeah. I mean things like that but we always say sexual harassment always go back to the victim mm. okay some people if you are friend friend Hey, today you look sexy. I think it may be okay, right? It may be okay. But let's say if uh, if it's somebody else to say to you, you don't feel comfortable, mm. then what you can do is actually to tell the person, hey, I don't like what you say. You must say straight, you know, straight straight to the face. Hey, I don't appreciate that. I, I don't like what you're saying. Okay, mm. please stop. Mm. So that signal must be given because sometimes the person who said may knowingly or unknowingly say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think not only we we must have this kind of law that, but educating them and That's raising right. awareness among the women is very important as well. Yeah. Because if we can prevent that, then we do do not really need that law. Mm-hmm. But if everyone is able to, you know, prevent this kind of thing from happening, then I guess that is the best best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But but right now I'm I'm like yeah. thinking in my head the whole women's assembly will work like everyone is sitting together mm. and they are voicing out mm. things that need change. Right. 
But when they are voicing out, they need to speak in Bahasa. Yes. So, so just going back on the law, uh, yes, awareness is important, but always must have a law. Because otherwise, there's nowhere that you can protect yes. or you can take action or you can charge the, uh, the, the perpetrator. So some, that, that is something that we need to have. Mm. Having the law and also the awareness, yes. it must run oh. concurrently. Yep. Yeah, going back to the Sidang. Yeah, um, so after the 100 people that we have gone through the two days, so from the assessment, we shortlisted again, shortlisted to 40 Oh, okay. 40. So, okay. because Penang got 40 constituencies, oh. okay. so each of them represent one constituency. Mm. So, let's say if I'm Tolo Ayatawa, so I must go and find out. Oh. What Tolo Ayatawa is, what's the issue, or, or is there anything that I want to bring up from Tolo Ayatawa, or mm. is there a state issue that I want to bring up? Mm-hmm. So, it really um, is mooting what a real state assembly is. Mm. So, if I have a Padang Kota, if I'm taking Padang Kota, there's a CM's, mm. a CM's uh, constituency. Yeah. Then the person is a CM lah. Oh. Yeah. So you have CM, you have uh, the deputy chief minister yeah. one, deputy chief. So the whole ESCO is there also. I see. So you get to go through the whole thing. Process. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's in Bahasa. Correct. Okay. So so if if I were to, to participate and my Bahasa is really... I I don't know lah. <laughs> then then how how could I even you know participate in that way? Is it mm. possible for me to still participate? Um, to a to a certain extent, it is because that is the language, mm. the official language being used in even in uh the Dewan Negeri and also the Dewan Rakyat and also the Dewan Gara. Mm. So basically, that is a bahasa. You should have some. Mm. Fair command of basal. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult to articulate your ideas. That's right. But along the way, you know, suddenly you, you have, you want to say, oh, uh, kita kena buat apa yang, uh, kita kata, walk, uh, so then you say, dengan easing, walk the talk. You know, mm. uh, uh, some yeah. words and all that is yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then you just okay. dengan easing us mm. with the permission, then say in English. Yeah. And some even say in, uh, Mandarin <laughs> yeah oh okay okay but it, it cannot be the whole uh, text and all that uh, yeah. sometimes certain words yeah, yeah. Okay. so in terms of de- debating and all that right do, yeah. do they go through like a certain learning process in the women's assembly itself or mm. they really have to have it in them that they know a debating skill or public speaking skill to be able to be involved in this uh, women's assembly uh, I think one is uh because the state assembly actually does have a recording, it's already archived. Mm. So we, uh, we actually suggest to them, so once they're selected, please go and see how the state assembly is done. Ah, okay. Yeah. Then we also share with them because actually all these are public document, whatever is discussed in the state assembly, we can actually go to the dune.gov.my, okay, okay. to find out. Uh, what has transpired during the oh. state assembly mm. it's a public okay. document so okay. we also encourage them to go to see what we mean by soalan lisan what's it mean by soalan bertulis mm. how do you de- what is your text perbahasan what is your penggulungan so there is a process right, and, yeah. right so I'm sure like going through the whole women's assembly PWDC or anyone that is involved that mm. has experience will actually also teach and educate people who are interested to know better mm. because like what you mentioned all I, I, I seriously have no idea <laughs> yeah to be yeah. honest so I think it has so to go through you know about this state assembly how the proceeding is 
Not really. Not really. Yeah. yeah. So, so for so us, young people, we need more young people. Yes, we need, <laughs> yeah, we need to raise this awareness to the public. Yeah. yeah, we really need more young people because the future is yours. Mm. So if they don't that's come right. in now, you know, how expect? How do you expect your, your future to be better? Yes, yeah, yes. that's why we need voices of the young. And we are so glad that you know, there are young people who are among us. And in fact, uh, we missed out one college student. Oh. She couldn't make it on that day because she has an exam. Oh, oh no. Yeah. If not, that, the age could be lower than 21. Oh, wow. 18? <laughs> uh, slightly more. La. Okay, okay. That's yeah. still good numbers. Yeah, like in yeah. terms of the youth, how many percent is you know involved in this women's assembly right now? Uh, not many. I, mm. Actually, we wanted it to be more, but then I guess the outreach and all that and people are not really aware. In fact, uh, Penang also uh, through PYDC, they run a program called Sidang Muda. Okay. So this mm-hmm. is a youth assembly. Oh, uh, yeah. So youth can actually have both options to come uh, to uh, Sidang Wanita or the oh, Sidang Muda. Oh. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, but if you are women, then we say come and hear from the Sidang Wanita because mm. then certain issues that you want to bring up can yes. be brought up, you know, in the Sidang Wanita. Right. Oh. So this women's assembly actually was over two. I think two weeks ago, right? Yeah, around yes. two weeks ago. So, is there anything coming up next? Future plans? Okay. So, what happened was that after, in fact, when they were selected, we formed a group. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you can be, you'll be amazed at some of the discussion that went on in the group itself. Mm-hmm. They are more aware or more in tune with mm-hmm. what are the issues surrounding them now. Mm-hmm. And they're also more aware that uh, we do not allow, even in the state uh, assembly or even in the day one right yet, that sexist remark, racist remark is actually a no-no. Mm. Uh, so this awareness must come upon. And we see that they're more sensitive now and they bring it up and say, this is no-no. They also bring up, in fact, when they represent all the constituency, they bring up different uh, various issues about infrastructure, about building, about the facilities and all that. It's not just about women's issue only. Mm. Yeah. So, but then it also shows that they are very in tune about the current issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they represent uh, each of the constituency, we actually assign them la, because we don't want everybody to ask one exco. Mm. Oh, this exco say both. <laughs> so we actually assign them to different exco, different portfolios. So we covered all exco's, you know, in terms of the questions they asked. So you can imagine the, the diverse uh, issues that was brought up. Yeah. But there were uh, some took it back to women. Yeah. Yeah. They say, or let's say if it's a taman or a recreation park and all that, do you look into this, this, this? Yeah. So it's really like we have the state assembly people asking the ESCO because ESCO is the government. Mm. So asking the ESCO, what are you doing for this? And, and better still was they actually even gave suggestion mm. on what to do. Yeah. <laughs> ah, That's wow. right. I think like so the we, suggestion part is very important. Every time people just complain, 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 condemn, complain. Yeah, right. But what, what, what to do next? Huh, what yeah. to do next? Yeah. It's really important for us to voice out proper and the right approach of a complaint or yeah. a feedback yeah. rather than just ah yeah ini tabole mia yeah, you know yeah. all this kind of thing. It's yeah. really not helpful. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's very bad yeah. and for youth or even everyone to understand how to make a proper complaint and give feedback properly and then come in with suggestions and solutions right. is very important for exco <laughs> as well because Precisely. they cannot. So orang, they have to think everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. And they don't know what is happening. It, it didn't happen to them. Right. So yeah. it's 
I think it's very good for us to to give a few suggestions instead. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, this women's assembly, like just now you did mention, only forty of them will be shortlisted. Yeah. So finally, forty of them because they represent each of the constituencies. Mm. Um, we will actually very. Uh, I would like to say thank you to our speaker of the house. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. The speaker, who, the real speaker, who who presides, who chairs the state assembly, he came and preside our sidang wanita. Wow, so oh, he yeah. was that, in the... YB Dato Law Chukyang. Very, okay. very supportive and also his deputy. So they presided the whole day, you know. Betul-betul mm-hmm. punya. <laughs> so, so really, it's a real... It, was, it is almost like a real-life experience. It is, it is, yeah. So we, we took over the, seat, uh, the place after the real uh, state assembly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oh, state okay. assembly uh, finished on Monday. We took over on Tuesday. So everything is exactly the same. Like oh. The same people, the same venue, the same location. It's yeah. simulate the actual situation. Correct, you know, correct. And right, and cool. the best part, of course, the 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 chair is also him. So, <laughs> yeah, he is really really supportive. Right. So for that forty people that actually participate, what was their response in the end? I'm sure it's good, but what exactly is their response going through that? Um, I to some they say that it's just an eye opener for them. Mm. You know, because they always think that state assembly is is so high and mm. most of them even don't even know how a state assembly works mm. and what are the issues that you bring up. So it is really creating that not just the awareness, but the real understanding, you know, because they are the one having to draft questions, they have to go and uh debate, put up their own debate yeah. text and all that. So they did uh, that a, a lot of research themselves, you know. So I really think that that's why we call them Wanita Hebat. You know? mm. They're really, really fantastic group of people. Uh, that also gives to uh, prove to us that uh, when we say just now when we started, we say, oh, women don't like politics, mm. la, you know, things like that. Actually, proven the point that if given a women are given the platform, mm. the opportunity to be able to come up, you know, in this type of stage, you know, they actually will do. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, they were so passionate and asked, what's next? Oh. So, yes. So, we're actually coming, we're thinking of doing some development program for them. And also, it is also important because in politics, you cannot run away from joining parties. Yeah. Okay. Political parties mm. and all that. So, it is also a way to showcase, you know, uh, to the, even the parties and all that. You actually have women out there. Mm. Yeah. And of course, CM was, our chief minister was really impressed. Because he said, uh, wow, I thought you're going to bring me one or two people. You bring me 40 women. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so uh, that was really cool. I mean, our so CM is very, very supportive. Very. Is, is it going to happen again? Yeah. yeah. So CM already, of course, our speaker said, yes, you have to do it yearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> CM said, yes, you have to do it yearly. Yes, so we're going to do it yearly. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. So next, we, we are going to hope next year it's going to happen again. Like, yes. Even yeah. with the, I mean, even with COVID happening, everything still went well. Yes, it did. Just that uh, our invite, so it was like more of a close invitation. Mm. That means we only decide who to invite and all that because of the venue and also because of the physical distancing. Yeah, other than that, it ran as usual. We even the equipment itself, the AV mm. was exactly like Dune. 
Wow. So that means when you see, when when there are somebody speaking, the the camera will just zoom to this particular <laughs> person, and then from where you know Kawasan Beach yeah. one. So they yeah. can really feel it, like just mm. like the real situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like Maybe real. you should do it in the office, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to train you, yeah. like we can all try uh, something yes. like a debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, like in 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 terms of this, I'm sure your actual motive is actually not want to understand is women. Uh, interested in politics but other than that I think there is a vision that we, we are trying to achieve for Penang because this Women's Assembly 2020 is only in Penang mm. right now mm. it's only it in Penang and uh, why is it for PWDC to actually do this other than the, the politics part because mm. I think there are a few gaps that you want to close right yeah true so if you look at uh, when you talk about gender equality there are four parameters that we measure right mm-hmm. so one is on health one is on education. So to be frank, uh, out of the four, two, we are already at parity. Mm. Okay, that means health and education, the boys and girls, the men and women have roughly the same uh, opportunity to, to seek treatment or to go through to higher education and all that. We are roughly uh, parity already. The big gap is actually in politics. Lo. Okay, In fact, <clears throat> if you look into the world, lo, Malaysian uh, is actually ranked probably the low quartile, you know, in mm. politics. Yeah. yeah. Because even in parliament, we only have 14.9%. 14.9%. So, out to, to represent another 50, uh, 50% of the population again. So, we are actually very low in terms of political representation. The other one is actually on economy. Yeah, we are still having a gap. Yeah, uh, in economy, in terms of labor force participation, and even uh, you know, earning income and all that. Uh, that that is still a gap, and also the wage gap. Mm. Some uh, you know, there's some studies done to sh- to say that, uh, for the same job, okay, mm. women typically earn twenty percent lower than men for the same job. Mm. So, I, I, I mean, sorry, I have like a question for Sans, like, since he's an employer. Yeah. And I'm just very, very curious on how and why, uh, you know, it's important for you to see women and men getting the same pay. Because you're an employer, you will have to think of all this. Can I like listen from your point of view mm. in terms of women and men? Why you think there should be an equal pay wage there? Yeah, I think I think we slightly covered that in back in our episode twelve. The because to me, I I don't think gender should be a obstacle or anything that can judge a person's ability or skills to do a job. So to me, it, it should be fair. It mm. should be according to your experience, your ability to deliver the work, and it shouldn't be um judged based on your gender. So mm. to me, I as an employer, I will try my best to you know make it equal, make it fair, make it inclusive for mm. uh either the male or the female. So mm. I, I, I will encourage all the employers out there to, you know, don't make gender the, the factor that you decide the salary for them. Yeah. Mm. You, we should give equal opportunity and equal chances to uh, all the genders. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Thank you. I think everyone should, you know, somewhat... You should be lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's really something right, yeah. important because I have mm. like a few questions, people saying that, okay, imagine you're our boss. And then you know that women has to go through like sometimes they have to go through uh what what is the the leave that they take after maternity leave? Ah, mat- yeah, yeah, sorry, maternity leave. They will take at least two months off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, as a boss, you think like wow, two months off. I someone had to pay you two months of salary. Yeah. <laughs> How would you? You you see that's why yeah. like I think this is one of the reasons on why before that 
the pay was different. Mm. I, w- I would think that it, it might be one of the issues. I think for a male employee about the maternity leave, what they should think about is you are also, you know, your mom give birth to you and she has to go through the same process. So just think of it as what if this happens to your mom? You want her to rest as well, right? So mm. why should you not treat your employee the same way? Mm. Yeah, shouldn't you shouldn't be focusing on oh I'm paying down the money to this girl and so on. You should be focusing on what she has to go through mm. in this process. You no, know, yeah. just be empathy, la. Yeah. Mm. So, so we need more, <laughs> yeah, more, more bosses, bosses like, like that. Who, who which is also this. important as I mean as an employer. Okay, mm. that plus the the understanding mm. that yes, you are taking care of the uh, the organization, but also you must have a bigger perspective about the society. Yes. Okay, just imagine if women stop procreating, mm. stop giving birth and say, yes, I want to focus on my career. Okay, in the future, when we age and all that, we find that there's no more younger generation. Yeah, humans yeah, will extinct. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's no more. There's no more children and all yeah, that. You know? exactly. So that would be in a even worse situation. Yes. Mm. So sometimes that's why we urge uh, employers to look in the, from a bigger perspective. You know, yep. And if the the employee, whether is it a male or female, is is a very good employee. Of course, you want to do every way to to retain the person, mm, right? Yeah, because right. it's not easy to do a hiring, mm, yep. okay, of good people. Yes, yeah. So, right. in fact, uh, it's, it's not just two months. We encourage people to give three months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, uh, uh, boss, you know, ah, <laughs> 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 Yeah. Okay, so mm. uh, like back to the vision. There is a vision that like just now you did you did cover the four right. things in gender that we want to close. Right. And two we are in imperity. Right. And the two more is uh economy and politics. Yep. So uh this there's this vision for Penang itself mm. and why you guys are working so 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 hard to close this thing and mm. reach that vision. What what is it about? Okay. Um I think importantly is that um, sometimes when you even look at the employer, uh, employment and all that, and even labor force participation rate, we always say that, you see, men is already at 80.8%. That means out of 100 men, 80.8% of them are already working. Mm. But the women, we only have 55.8%. Mm. Okay. So what it's saying that, you see, because 80.8, that means you only have around 20%. But this 20% includes students lah include people who are unemployed and all that. So we already sort of maximize or optimize what we have from the men. But you, if it's, it's women, women we're only at 55.8. So that means if I want to even reach to another 80%, I have a huge potential mm. to develop women to be able to contribute to the economy of Malaysia. So that's, that's why we say, you know, if you have this potential, why not? you know, develop them and, you know, able then to give it back to us also, you know, rather than uh, leaving it there. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I think to, like we did from episode 12, we did cover a, a vision in Penang that we all have to work hard to cover. And today, I think it's a bit, people might might, might might thinking why today we cover such a serious topic because usually we are more towards like uh, things that are more lighthearted and all that but today like sexual harassment and all that is something that even after five you listen and you're so like yo like, like you know that kind of feeling <laughs> Scary, you know right? yeah so like today mm. we really want to have PWDC and Miss Ong here mm. is because uh, we we want to help you know, the vision in Penang as well to close mm. this and to reach this vision. I mean, now it's 2020, we have 10 years to go, yep. although it's 10 years, but it really needs a lot, a lot of people, of not like, uh, uh, 
uh, maybe 2019 already, then only we, no, 2029 20, only we try to work hard for it yeah. because it has to start consist- consistently growing, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, I think today we are trying to do this small little change and next yes. time we'll do a bigger change. Yeah. And I think the change will need to come from all of us and we can't, cannot just like rely on uh, the politician will do the vision yeah, and they precisely. have to achieve that. We have to start from us, start from every one of us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Sansman, and you are going to. Yeah, we are starting. We are starting. Yeah. yeah. It has to start from I. Yeah. That's why the I must must make the change. Mm. Okay. That's Rather right. than shouting some, you know, for somebody to make the change. Yes. Because you always say, you know, we have what we call the circle of uh, uh, uh circle of concern, which is the bigger one, but mm. the circle of influence, the I actually the circle of influence. Mm. What can I influence? What change can I influence? Mm. Start from there. Because yeah. concern, wow, you got COVID lah, you know, yeah. economy is bad lah, business is right now. You can worry until don't know how, but nothing changed. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> but they say this is I, they say, mm-hmm. okay, I see that I can do this. Yes. Okay, go and do it. Because yeah. you can control what you want to do. Yes, a small yeah. change so from start. every single person is going to contribute to a big change. Precisely. Yeah. That's Precisely. right. Especially right now when we are going through such a difficult situation, I think it's very important to be more mindful and those are really wise words from both of you that I think our listeners should listen to because in K- I mean, it's different in KL, it's different in Penang, it's different in so many places in, in Malaysia and the numbers yeah. are still growing. Yep. Yep. I'm sure everyone is still very worried but yep. start from I, like yes. what Miss Ong has said. So uh, today, I think we had a very, very interesting and uh, another insightful episode with PWDC and Miss Ong. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Uh, like, yeah, you have so, listened. Um, I think before we end this, we need to tell the public for those who are interested to join the Women Assembly, mm. how can they do it? Oh, okay. Um, we will probably do the publicity uh, next year. Uh, most probably in quarter two of next year. So mm-hmm. we learned from what we did. This year was with COVID and all that. <laughs> so everything was uh, very compressed. Yeah. So we hope to uh, get out the campaign uh, much earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay, this program to be rolled out much earlier. So just go to our Facebook, mm-hmm. PWDC, mm-hmm. PWDC, uh, and watch out from there. Okay, we'll publicize uh, when we're calling for people to come in and join us. Yeah, and we really, really appreciate, uh, in, and we definitely encourage diversity. Diversity in terms of, uh, you know, whether the age, uh, ethnicity, you know, and, and even different social economic background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in fact, for this group, we are really, really pleased because we see very diverse group of people coming in. Yeah. yeah so please do come and, and if you had the opportunity, you actually learn that politics is so, so important yes. because it's not changing your own life, but it's changing the life of the people around. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. I mean, that's a very good sum of what we talked about and how important is it to, uh, you know, get involved and make mm. change. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please go to our Facebook, Instagram, uh, please go to PWC as well. Like yes. you can find yes. them on I think Facebook and Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Same goes to Jumix. Uh, we are actually almost everywhere. So you can go to uh, jumix.com.my, our website, or you can type the same thing on our Facebook, Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, yeah. Apple Podcasts. Just do the Google search. And yeah. You <laughs> yeah. And you'll see us. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. thank you so much thank again. You so much, thank you. Thank yeah. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And stay safe. We are signing out. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.